Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 39 of Amber on Podcast. Thank you for joining me here today. Some of you might already know that I am in full and heavy transformation mode. I have recently gone through a major transformation. My life was turned upside down. And I have been riding the tide, holding on to my wits, and trying to find success along the way. Good news, I have found success. And when I find success by doing something remarkable, something remarkable that I can share with other people so that they can experience it too. The first place I go is right here on my show, Amber on Podcasts, to share it with you, dear listeners, because I want to help. And I got this idea from our good friend, Mr. Tim Ferris. Tim Ferris is a podcast host. I have covered his show, The Tim Ferris Show, a few times, and I will continue to cover it because Tim Ferris is very very trustworthy. And I know this because I've tested it. I've, I've taken Tim's advice and implemented it. I've taken his product suggestions and purchased and consumed them, and I have not been disappointed. I value Tim Ferriss for this, for being a remarkable tastemaker and someone who I can trust to deliver me solutions and good products. And it is my goal, dear listeners, to provide this level of service to you so that you can benefit from the same things that I have, that I have found to be so life-changing for me. Today, this life-changing item is geared for all my stimulant junkies out there, my coffee drinkers, Red Bull drinkers, five energy shot takers, my go, go, go getters who love anything that will give them a spike. I am this person. I am a stimulant junkie, tried and true. And one of my favorite drugs of choice has been coffee for a number of years. Most of my professional life has been spent sipping on coffee all hours of the day and night. To give you an example of my ability to live to excess, I used to order just one drink at Starbucks. It was my favorite drink for about eight years. And it's called a red eye, red eye, R-E-D. In my case, this meant a, a large or venti-sized coffee with a shot of espresso inside. I had two to three of these a day, every day, even on the weekends. I was up and up and crash and up. And for some reason, I still felt really good about giving Starbucks my money. Until now. I realized that anything to excess is never a good thing. My coffee habit started to make me wonder who was in charge. And I didn't like that. I needed to see other people, so to speak, try other stimulants that might offer a better result than jitters and a crash and yellow teeth. And I found a solution, my fellow coffee mates. If you like stimulants and you want to try something different, I suggest yerba mate. It's a tea 
with caffeine, and it is strong, yo. It feels good, really, really good. And I have switched to yerba mate full-time now. That's seven days a week. I feel better than when I was drinking coffee all the time, for sure. No crash, no jitters. And I like the name better. Yerba mate, y'all. That's where it's at. Okay, so grab your yerba mate, and let's start the show. We are on fire today, dear listeners. We are talking about Entrepreneurs on Fire, the podcast hosted by John Lee Dumas, or JLD as he refers to himself. Our pal JLD is host of the EO Fire podcast, and he has an energy and a show that will light you up for sure. JLD is so good that I often use him as my therapy. If I'm having a bad day or feeling down, I can turn on a show and immediately I start to feel the hope swelling in my chest. And it's not even that the show is addressing something that I can personally relate to. They could be talking about something that is far removed from my experiences in life. But it's that JLD hosts his show and he interviews his guests with such intensity. There's a real charisma and kindness and generosity and authenticity and love in this man's delivery. JLD is like the Mario Lopez of podcasting. Like he has just a lot of energy. He's, I mean, I, I think he might even have dimples, actually. EO Fire is a super popular show. If you haven't listened before, you should definitely check it out. I can guarantee you will be inspired by this guy. You will feel good when you listen and after you listen. And there are tons of episodes. JLD is on episode number 2066 as of right now, today. So you know he knows what he's doing. Few podcasts have that kind of delivery schedule. And when you hear how enthusiastic he is, you know it's true podcast love because no one would be faking that level of love for 2066 episodes. I listen to many, 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 many of these podcasts. I would say hundreds that I have found valuable to me personally. And one more, one more note too. Tons of women listen to JLD. He has a really big female following. And I believe that's because he is so darn nice and friendly and eager, and he's happy to be alive. It shows. You can hear it in his voice, y'all. And you know women have great intuition. We can tell when somebody's a good guy or a bad guy. And our man JLD is a good guy. And he has another good guy, a guy named Kip, Mr. Kip Brooks, which is a super dapper name from a super dope dude. Kip, that's K-I-P Brooks, shed a lot of great wisdom on this episode of EO Fire. But there's one thing in particular that made it easier, let's say much easier, for me to deal with something that I have been struggling with. Something I believe most people struggle with at some time in their lives. I struggle to discuss this type of feeling, this department of life management, because I am not the best at it. I suck at emotions and I have tons of baggage. But you know what? So do a lot of people. And I want to be the kind of person that talks about it and is open about how I manage the baggage 
in my life. I am learning right along with the rest of you. And I know if I continue to share my experience and what I have learned and seen, then I will be able to share the knowledge that has helped me. So here goes. First, I mentioned baggage. Kip says that we all have baggage. We all have baggage that we carry around with us everywhere. I have baggage from my abusive childhood and past relationships and past traumas. And you take all that over the course of life and that becomes your identity. And the reason that we hang on to baggage so much is because we have a, a, a conscious and a, a subconscious mind. And one of the primary directives of our subconscious mind is preserving learnings and self-protection. I'll repeat that again. One of the primary di- directives of our subconscious mind is preserving learnings and self-protection. Now, as a society We are taught that when we go through emotions, we need to medicate it, we need to push it down, we need to drink it away, we need to sweep it under the rug. This is especially true for men, but even now more so for women, because we women are stepping into the workforce and we are coming on strong and we are supposed to be these strong, independent women. Uh, Middle-aged women working in executive and upper management positions have the highest rate of depression due to this because they are in these roles where they believe that they are not allowed to deal with these things openly, not allowed to express or deal openly with emotion. They might be seen as too emotional. Our man Kip says that eventually the subconscious mind will present it to you when you're ready to deal with it. It's like, It's like holding a beach ball underneath water, like in the pool. You're holding this beach ball underneath the water, but eventually you can't hold it down. It's going to come out. It's going to pop up out of the water. In Hawaiian and other Aboriginal cultures, they celebrate baggage. They even have ceremonies where when, when major baggage comes up and presents itself to you, when you realize that like you're fucked up in some kind of way. But in most cultures, as in ours, we are taught that emotion is bad and we pack it down more and pack it more and pack it more. And just like a beach ball, sooner or later, the air will not hold and it will come out. Being able to deal with it and have the right tools is empowering and it gives us the ability to pick up on where the learnings are. Because the baggage is packed so deep and surrounded by so much intense emotion that it's difficult for us to extract what these learnings are. There's a bright light to everything. There's a silver lining, a bright side to everything. It doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, but it is there. We just usually don't see it because of all that emotional baggage that's, that's piled up surrounding it and the limiting beliefs and limitations we put on ourselves because of that emotional baggage. Man, oh man, did this hit home for me. My baggage is something I have been running from for a very, very long time. I really genuinely believed that if I polished my outside appearance 
and my delivery, then I could ignore and push down all my baggage and trauma. I could paint over it, varnish over it, shellac over it, pave over it. But you can't. It will come out eventually, just like the beach ball under the water. Now, for me, this was learned the hard way. I pushed and ran and avoided my traumas until they manifested themselves in other places in a major, major way. Once I started behaving in ways that I didn't like, ways that made me feel sad or bad or out of control, it was so draining and consuming. And I had to figure out where it was coming from. Like, what is this emotion I am feeling? And how is it being felt so intensely? Like the fire of a hot iron intensity. Like, what is this level of emotion? For me, uh, it was anger and sadness out of nowhere. A lot of this for me stems from my anxiety and my anxiety stems from the experiences that I have had in my life. All the experiences that I tried to hide and run away from, that I tried to lie about and bury, they found a way out and I had crystal clear evidence that these past experiences were very much in my present day life. Which sounds scary to say to you now, I, I won't lie, I'm still working through this myself, but it, it's true. We are all carrying around our past traumas and our experiences that make us behave the way that we do. Everyone has their own bag. Everyone has their own bag of experiences, and we don't know what's in anyone else's bag. The best thing we can do is look inside of our bag and find out what is in there. What are the big items and what are the smaller ones? Which ones are poking out of the top and which ones are buried in the bottom? Like Kip says, being able to deal with our baggage and have the right tools is empowering. And it allows us to pick up on what the learnings are from these experiences. Then we can grow from them and feel empowered by our past instead of hindered by it or attempting to ignore it altogether. What happens is people take their baggage on as an identity. They take ownership of it, and instead of them owning it, it owns them. It becomes their identity. That is certainly something that I struggle with, uh, but it is also something that I have found to be the best source of comfort. Just because you have baggage doesn't mean you are baggage. Just because I had an abusive childhood does not make me an abusive person. As long as I can own that baggage and not let it own me. Some people call this stopping the cycle. But the first step is to admit that you have baggage to begin with. To start looking into your own bag and examining your experiences and your emotions regarding those experiences. Be brave and dive deep, honey. And remember that there is always a silver lining to every bad, horrible, 
ugly, humiliating situation, there is a silver lining. It's one of my favorite coping mechanisms in life, actually, is the idea and the belief. I believe this to my core, the idea and the belief there is always a silver lining. And when you think of life that way, uh, you think of problems that way, and you look at a problem you're about to face head on or a risk, and you're worried about something, you're about to face it, and, and you remember, okay, no matter what, I know there will be a lesson here, a lesson that will make me grow and make me a better person than I am today. So even, it's, even if it's hard and ugly, I'll see something good eventually. Eventually, I'll be a wiser and more understanding person because of it. Now, there are tons of really great takeaways from this interview with Kip Brooks. I've shared my favorite with you today, and if this sounds helpful to you, I highly recommend that you take your cute butt over to eofire.com and listen to the full episode with Kip Brooks. The man, the light, the genius that is helping us all do more good for more people most of the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me here today. You guys have been leaving me feedback and reaching out, and you are so very kind and supportive, and I appreciate you. I see you. I hear you. I love you, and thank you for listening and for caring about yourself and the world that we are all so fortunate to be a part of. So for show notes and more information about yours truly, you can visit my website at mytalkingdollars.com. Thanks again for listening, you sweet, sweet angels. All right, that's it. Thank you. Love you.